Welcome to Staying On Point with Joey, where we speak on topics that affect our spiritual growth while using biblical verses and resources to help us stay on point. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? I pray that all is well. Uh, It's so nice to be back with you. Um, I'm, I'm excited for this week. I'm excited to be able to share with you. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to to hearing uh, or even reading uh, any, anything that you have learned, anything that has worked for you. I, I'm just excited and, and I'm so privileged and honored to to be with uh, the people that take out their time. So I want to thank you personally once again for taking out your time to be able to listen to this podcast in the midst of thousands and thousands of podcasts um, that are probably materialistically and physically more prepared than I am. Um, but it's just a joy. It's just a joy. And, and I pray that God blesses them too. And there's a lot of people who have some great content out there. And so I'm just privileged to be a part of that. So here I am once again, and I'm excited to share with you, uh, barriers of love. Number two, part two, uh, last week it, it was, it was amazing. It was for me, it was amazing. And it sounds conceited, but I, like I said before, I enjoy these, these moments and, uh, one of the reasons why I chose, and I don't know if, if you remember, I don't know if I stated it uh, in inside of the last episode, is that, you know, lo- love is su- love is such a, an important thing right now. Um, but it's the one thing that I feel that the majority of people are lacking. Um, and it's because they haven't experienced it or it's because they someone has abused their love. And, and last week I was able to state with you and share with you also that the reason why I'm bringing the barriers of love is not just you loving somebody. It's, it's you loving yourself and being able to appreciate yourself, um, loving God and then allowing God to love you. I stated last week that God's love is free is for all, but not everybody, uh, uh, takes advantage of it. So it goes to say, you know, simply put just because it's free doesn't mean that everybody's going to take advantage of it. Some people find reasons to to not not enjoy it experience it and one of the other things that we talked about was that love is not just an emotion it's an experience so you know though but there's barriers there's barriers that stop us from loving ourselves loving someone else loving god or even allowing god to love us and so when we don't allow god to love us then we don't get to experience true love we experience love in other things, the love for pizza, the love for coffee, the love for music, the love for art, the love for uh, people. Some people love having sex. It's an addiction. Um, some people love, you know, chocolate. Some people love, you know, there's so many things that people love, uh, but but you have a you have a passion for it. You have a, a connection with it. You have an infatuation with it. Um, but, but very few people are, get to experience love. And, and one of the main reasons why is because there's, there's different barriers for each and every single one of us, uh, to experience that love. So last week I was able to talk about how the barrier of people's opinions and people's teachings and false teachings and what they've taught, what they've preached, what they've shared, whether it was in a conversation, uh, uh, another podcast, uh, a sermon, uh, a conversation, whatever the case may be, a letter a text, you know, so uh, there's a lot of reasons why I don't like to, to text people if I don't have to, because text can always be taken out of proportion. You, you, you know what I'm talking about. You know, full well that each and every single one of us somehow, some way, I know, I know full well, one way or another, you have all 
have had one of those moments where you've gotten a text and you're like, what the? You know what I'm saying? And it's not really what they meant. <laughs> or that's not the way that they wanted to portray it. So, um, you know, one of the things that 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 we struggle with is is conversation, is, is communication. And people might say, oh, texting is communi communicating with people. But in reality, uh, a nice old fashioned conversation through a phone, through video or even in person is, is a lot more important and a lot more special. But there's barriers to reasons why. And I and I've noticed that the past couple of days, man, it's been it's been bananas. I, I shared this with you in a couple episodes before. And I, I, I'm going to be real honest with you and I'm going to share it with you and I'm going to be real transparent. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of hate. There's a lot of hate. Um, and, and, and I'm going to say this in a way that I hopefully that you can understand. Uh, they, there's not only a lot of hate, but there is a, a lot of people losing love, losing their love. It's just be, it's I don't believe that hate is just present. I believe that hate is formed also or hate is produced because of the lack of love. You got to have, we got to have one or the other. We either got to be full of hate or we got to be full of love. We're full of something. And some people will say you're full of excrements, <laughs> um, to, to nicely put it. And, and I believe that somehow in some way, um, the things in life lead us to be that way. And the reason why I'm saying that is because like I was saying in the beginning, th there's, there's so much hate, there's so much lack of love, um, so much violence is it's, it's like death is all over the place there was uh uh not so long ago a story about a uh a, a sister you know shooting her other sister in the head for money because of money uh 20 i think she was like 24 and the younger sister was 28 so i mean 21 um then you had another one where a 14 year old stabbed a 19 year old sibling and that that 19 year old had had cerebral, cerebral palsy cerebral palsy um I, I ain't gonna lie to you i i clench my fists and grip my teeth when i hear that i just and i stated to my wife that that i like when i hear about that stuff and they're like oh they called them and they're gonna i, I just good like i get so emotional i'm like good I, I i hope they get what they what they deserve in in, in prison time and blah blah because that's a straight bullying and you know you're coward you, you know um there was another one um where where road rage you know road rage you know there was an suv that was minding his business and some nincompoops or idiots decided to to cut one each other off the other one got mad and was full of rage and shot shot through the blessed window of the car into traffic and shot an innocent 12 year old girl inside of the car that was driving by them like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I get upset at that because I, I'm like, I like I said, I, I clench my fists and I grip my teeth and I'm like, damn, not it, man. Like, come on. Like, you know what I mean? I, 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 I get this anger inside of me because it didn't have to happen. And because, in a, a lack of a better word, you know, idiots, man, I idiots, straight idiots that, uh, that do that. And then you got other people that are cowards, you know, they, 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 um, you know, putting on masks and hoodies and, and robbing, you know, jewelry stores and walking out with TVs and stuff like that. And then they wonder why society is against whether it's a race, whether it's a gender, whether it's a, a, a generation. 
it's it's not a surprise so now you got the older generation really hating upon the younger generation and then your younger generation hating on the older generation this is a lot of hate this is a lot of hate now you can actually get to the point where we actually justify why we feel the way we feel but either way you look at it that justification becomes a barrier one way or another it, it, we all have barriers to, to loving uh ourselves loving other people loving god and especially allowing god to love us you see what I'm saying? We're going to mess up, but we don't have to be full of that much hate. And so I got to even be careful not to let my love grow cold, because if my love grows cold, then 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 something else becomes warm. Something else becomes present. If my my love is non-existent, then something else is going to take its place and it's not going to be good. And it's, it's hate. So I wanted to share that with you because today we're going to talk about the second experience uh, or the second barrier. Let me put it that way. The first one was false teachings, opinions, uh, words from other people. And today I'm going to be sharing with you barrier number two, and it is experiences. Certain experiences have the potential of allowing love to shrink, which is what I was telling you about. You know, there's certain moments in our lives where we have that love, we have passion, and all of a sudden experiences upon experiences upon experiences all of a sudden shrink our love like i said whether it's to love ourselves to love god to love other people uh, or just to love love if that makes sense um <laughs> i think that should be a teacher if 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 i'm gonna go out that way then I, that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna i'm gonna put out a shirt out there that says love love um so that way you can appreciate it and then so as we as we read these next verses that i'm going to share with you or you listen to the next verses that, that i want to share with you uh i want to share with um in these verses that there was another person who, who was going through that. And it was David. And so I would like for us to focus on David's words uh, when he said this in Psalm 55, verses 4 to 8. Psalm 55, verses 4 to 8. One more time. Psalm 55, verses 4 to 8. Okay, and I'm going to be reading from the New Kings James Version. So you may have it differently, but um, just follow through as best as you can. And if you don't, just uh, listen. Okay, it says this. My heart is severely pained within me, and the terrors of death have fallen upon me. Fearlessness and trembling have come upon me, and horror has overwhelmed me. So I said, oh, that I had wings like a dove. I would, I would fly away and be at rest. Indeed, I would wander off and remain in the wilderness. I would hasten my escape from the windy storm and tempest. And so... Uh, we can see here that Brother David was going through some serious situations. And and this psalm, it, it's titled and it's under the, the theme of trusting God concerning the treachery of friends. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but I believe, in my opinion, I'm just going to be bold and state that we all have experienced treachery of some sort by friends and family members uh, or even strangers, you know. So those experiences that we have from the treachery, from the betrayal, um, uh, from people that are closest to us or, or we felt that was closest to us and complete strangers, then all of a sudden, like I said, that emotion starts to go towards that. And, and we're like, we start putting barriers up like, screw that. I'm not going to sit here and allow somebody to do that to me again. So before it happens, I'm going to I want to shut it down. So now all of a sudden you allow those people who were treacherous to you, who betrayed you, mold you into what they wanted and not what into God wanted you to be and created you to be. So David was writing this Psalms and as he penned this, 
these words, um, it, it, it spoke to my life and it impacted my life. The first thing that he says, my heart is severely pained within me and the terrors of death have fallen upon me. So he's basically not just talking about his, his organ, his heart. He's talking about the actual heart, his, his emotion, his heart is severely pained. It's something that is deeply pain. Have you ever had a moment, a specific time frame where your heart was severely pained, that your that your insides were destroyed by something that somebody said or something that somebody did? Matter of fact, you may be somebody that's going through a situation now and it is exactly contrary to who you were all because of somebody doing something to you or doing something to a loved one that you had. And now they're not here anymore. So those barriers, okay, are present because of the experiences that other people put you through. And so those experiences start becoming a reality. And that reality starts to transform, okay, your life, your mind, and your heart. You become cold. You become, you know, uh, um, defensive you become protective you become cautious and all of a sudden now you're the 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 person you're the your identity is the 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 final result of that person who committed that treachery and so david uh, was feeling some serious pain and and to the point where he said here in the King James Version, he said, the new King James Version, he said, the terrors of death have fallen upon me. So he's not saying that the terror of death has has came to him or or has affected him physically. He says, have fallen upon me. So when you think about that, when you, when you have an image of death falling upon you, it's not just where you 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 experience death or you know you have death is everything that represents death you know horror concern loneliness uh brokenness uh a dark pit you know and, and all of a sudden in addition to that like i said when when he was writing this it's the treasury of friends like like dang like i didn't expect it from you i can expect it from enemies i can expect it from strangers i can i can expect it from people who who don't understand me but from the people that were closest to me why and so we start losing our love because the experiences that we've had with people that were supposed to love us didn't fulfill what we needed and because it wasn't fulfilled now we become the result of those experiences so in one way or another we don't even become what God wants us to be. We actually end up being the person, the character, you know, of the person who betrayed us, of the person who committed treachery. Somehow, one way or another, they win because they're in our minds on a consistent basis. They 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 made us hate people. They made us hate people that that look like you, look like them, and 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 spoke like the people that betrayed him so now all of a sudden that barrier is present and so when somebody goes and tells them something positive they don't want to hear it because they've been betrayed they don't believe it because they heard it before and somebody took advantage of them so if somebody that they see took advantage of them what would make them think and feel and not and not um not uh, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for and not, uh, contemplate that God wouldn't do it also. 
And he's a person that we don't see. He's a spirit that we don't see. So I want to repeat that again. If somebody who that we see betrayed us and took advantage of us, why would we expect God who is spirit who we don't see? Why would he expect him to do something different? And that's where that barrier of love comes in, where it becomes the experiences. And you and I have been hurt by too many people and I'm sorry to tell you, but at the same time, I'm not sorry to tell you, depending on what they've done and what what we've become up to this point, we've allowed them to mold us into what they wanted. You know what I'm saying? And if I could be real for a moment, I'm not going to sit here and try to sugarcoat it. But I know that there's there's people out there that were sexually abused by the same sex when they were younger. And what What I understand is that a lot of people that are homosexual now are homosexual because they were sexually abused by the same sex before. So in one way or another, in one way or another, there are some cases that if if we were to look at it as an overall picture, one person becomes homosexual because of what somebody did years ago. So that experience molded them into be what they believe that they are, right? And forget what God created them to be all because of an experience. Now, I'm not going to sit here and go back and forth with anybody because it's it's not everybody. But I'm a Christian and I stand firm on what I believe in. I stand firm in that, you know, homosexuality for most people is a decision, you know, Um But I'm not here to talk about that. I'm not here to bash anybody and I'm not bashing anybody. What I'm saying is there are experiences in our life that mold us into what we are now. And if and if we had such a bad experiences in our childhood, it molded us become killers to become uh, these angry people, to be arrogant, to be prideful, to be uh, acting and speaking like an ignorant person and 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 living like an idiot and a coward and so on and so forth it's because the experiences you know if you if you were raised you know in a single parent home and you weren't and you weren't you know having the 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 greatest life and you weren't you know eating right and you weren't you know wearing the nicest clothes when you get a chance to make your own money and to have money and have your own apartment you're not going to sit there and be humble about it there are people who struggle with being humble because in their lives humble is poor all because of what they experienced in their childhood or in their early years or in their youth what i'm trying to share with you tonight is that That barrier of love, when it comes to experiences, allows someone to put a wall up and not allow God to love them, not allow them to love themselves, and in addition, not allow them to love other people who have no part and who have no responsibility in what they did to you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like like right now when I clench my fists and I grip my teeth at hearing those news, I'm, I'm burnt. I'm heated because there's there's no need for that. But what I have to try to remember and understand is that there's a reason why they're so dang angry. There's a reason why I may not like it, but I have to accept that they have a reason enough for them to do what they do. And either way you look at it, I have to be careful that what I hear and what I see 
doesn't affect my growth and love because I lose it at times. I feel like there's times because of the, the, the actions of people, I lose, I, I feel like my love grows cold in certain moments. And I, and I don't like to say that because that's that's deep. That's deep. But but like I said, this is this is a, a podcast where we can be real, where I'm going to be real and I'm going to share with you because I want to do everything to do to be able to stay on point. And so I'm not the only one. David went through it. And, and, and look at verse, verse six. He said, so I said, oh, oh, my goodness, that I had wings like a dove. I would fly away and be at rest. How many of us have been in that same situation where we feel to ourselves or or we've actually done it where we where we felt like, you know what? I need to get out of here. I need to be away from everybody. I just need to, to, to press reset. I need to restart my life. I need to just get away from all stuff. And I know for what it's going to be better. And in reality, it may sound good, but it is not. It is not going to end up the way that you and I think. This is the reason why. Because if you don't change, if you don't allow God to change you from the inside out, your problems, your attitude, your mentality will go with you. So if you have... Uh, experiences with people that have created a stank attitude and arrogance about you, your hate, your anger, etc., etc. You leaving that place is not going to be any better. Why? Because there's going to be arrogant, ignorant, you know, racist people, uh, uh, sexual molesters wherever you go. And so if you don't allow God to be able to help you and direct you through the Holy Spirit to be able to be healed from the inside out, no matter where you and I go, it's just going to be a different place with the same problem because we're the same person. So if you and I are going to try to move, we should try to do our best to be a different person. So that way, when we leave, we're in a different uh, city, a different town, a different municipality, a different township, a different state, and also with a different mentality. So at the end of the day, we can do it if we don't allow the experiences to affect us. And I understand it's difficult. It's definitely challenging. I mean, for goodness sakes, David, you know, he started out as a as a child, you know, and, and with six or seven siblings. And then he was, because he was the youngest, they put him as the pastor of sheep. He didn't smell good. And then all of a sudden, David uh, confronted Goliath. And after Goliath, he went into the palace. And after the palace, he was persecuted and, and by, by the same king. And then we find out here, you know, in Psalm 55, that he was also betrayed by his friends. I mean, goodness gracious. If anybody can have a great justification and a great reason for their love to be cold and be, um, you know, straight you know, extinct, it'd be David, you know, it, it, it'd be David that he can run away and, and do that. It, it hurt him. It, it really did. Um, and then he said, indeed, I would wander off in verse seven. Indeed, I would wander off and remain in the wilderness. I mean, for goodness sake, it must have hurt him really bad for him to be want to run away from from everything from from everything that you that he went through and and it's the same thing with us we can actually get sick and tired we're look to be honest with you there are some of some of us that are running away and that's that's what we're good at let's just put it out there we're good at running away uh once once uh things get tough 
I'm out. I'm out of this relationship. I'm out of this conversation. I'm out of this job. I'm out of this city. I'm out of this church. I'm out of God's uh, relationship. And it's easier. It's easier to to step away. It's easier for us to to run away. It's easier for for us to be like, you know what? Screw this and forget y'all. I'm done with y'all. This and that, and be on our own. But as we're saying that, we're only portraying what we feel. And we only speak like that because of our emotions and our emotions are only like that because of the experiences and those experiences become our barriers. And if they're barriers, then it limits limits us from loving ourselves, loving other people and allowing God to love us. So what do we do? What do we do when we've been hurt, when we've been betrayed, when we've been touched Uh, When we've been destroyed, when we've been broken, when we've been abused. What do we do? We don't see God. We don't hear God in an audible voice. And for those of you who uh, may may not understand what audible is, audible is like the, the actual voice of God, something that is in your ear. And so what do we do when you hear about this love and you hear about this God that is full of love? And these questions come up, if God was so full of love and God is love, then why did he allow these things to happen to me? And why did he allow, why did he just sit back and, and, and let me experience them things? And so a lot of people come up with those questions and there are answers to them. And unfortunately, those answers are not good enough for people to receive. I am not going to sit here and justify and try to make an excuse of why God would allow this and this to happen, why God would allow this. But I will tell you that God's uh, character is a holy and good character because even though those moments we've experienced somehow in some way, we're still alive to this moment. There have been people in our lives that God has put in our path that has spoken truth into us, that has spoken life into us, that has spoken love into us, but because we're too broken, we've rejected it. So because we've rejected it, we go on through life, not really experiencing who God is and thinking that he never was with us. And there has been moments where if we look back and we sit back and we say, my goodness, there was this one moment that this person told me this, this, and this, and then, and I didn't want to listen to it because I'm fed up. There's your barrier. Those barriers will stop you and me from from ever experiencing and growing in God. And so what I want to share with you today before I finish is what he completed in saying in verse 16. As for me, I, 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 I will call upon God and the Lord shall save me and 17 evening and morning and at noon i will pray and cry out loud out loud and 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 he shall hear my voice 18 he has redeemed my soul in peace from the battle that was against me for there were many uh, against me and so 
He's talking in verse 16. I don't know about everybody else, but as for me, I, I, I don't know who you call upon. I don't know, you know, what, what person, what addiction you call upon, but, but God is telling you tonight, if you call upon him, he's good enough and powerful enough and great enough and big enough to save you from where you're at. Now you and I have to be open and honest with that call. And we have to be prepared for him to pluck us out for him to save us for him to rescue us in the situation that we're in because God does love us but the barriers of those experiences don't allow us to understand that but David said it in verse 16 as for me I don't know about my mom I don't know about my pops I don't know about my siblings I don't know about my girlfriend my boyfriend I don't know about my co-worker my boss I don't even know about my pastor my church members I don't know but as for me I will call upon the Lord there's there's something in this verse and in these verses that take David from a moment that he was transparent with God, sharing his feelings about the treachery of friends and, and the experiences he had. All of a sudden, he's remembering and being reminded that he also has had experiences with the Heavenly Father. So what I'm trying to tell you tonight, what I feel like God is trying to tell somebody tonight and turn this up if you want to, is that the same way that you and I have had experiences in a negative way, something that somebody did to us, we also have experiences of what God has done for us, not to us, but for us. And we also have had experiences of what God has done through us. So there's moments where those experiences can rob us of having a relationship with God, but there are also experiences that should bring us closer to God because as for me, nah, I don't know about everybody else, but as for me, I will call upon the Lord. But we won't call upon the Lord when our barrier of allowing him to love us and him be our source is still connected to us. And that barrier is experiences. So what I want to challenge you to do tonight is, is after this, after this episode, I would love for you to write down on a piece of paper and challenge yourself all the experiences that were treacherous that were so hurtful that were so painful that are difficult to forget that broke you that destroyed you from the inside out i want you to write that down but then on another piece of paper or even on the same piece of paper i want you to write down if you could remember if you if you could be totally honest the times that god also did something for you and if he did something for you and if he did something for me, it's an experience. I'm not talking about walking on clouds and having a near death experience. No, no, no. I'm talking about you waking up in the morning and opening your eyes and and seeing that you ate a red, you know, that you ran through a red light and and that was a, a busy intersection and and God kept you. Where there was uh, you live in a rough neighborhood or in a rough country. All those who are in Russia and all those who are in Ukraine. I know I can't imagine what you're going through, but I know it's got to be painful. But but those bullets and those missiles are coming down upon your house and upon your community and and lives are being lost and children are being lost. But but God kept you. And yes, we can go back and we say, well, if God was such a good God, why didn't he save everybody? And so on. I can't speak for everybody else. And God is such a great God that he gives everybody a choice. And so God has nothing to do with people's choices, 
but he has sent people their way of every single person, including us, that has made choices. He sent people. He has sent some type of warning, some type of, you know, just a, 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 a an opportunity for us to notice, hey, look, if you go this way, this can happen. But we didn't pay attention to it. We didn't take heed to it. But, but I want you to write on that paper those experiences or those moments where you could have been gone and God kept you. And if you are really honest, even if you have 15 bad experiences, which stem out of two or three experiences, and you have only five experiences with the father himself, those five, you'll realize that those five will trump, okay, will will over, overachieve, over exceed those experiences that you and I have been through, through the hands of others. Ladies and gentlemen, don't let your love grow cold. Do the best thing that you can. Do the best that you can. Let me put it that way. Do the best that you can to maintain your sanity, to maintain your strength, to maintain your position, to maintain your understanding that the world will make it seem or will make you believe that there is no God and that God doesn't love you. And if he did exist, he doesn't understand and, and he doesn't care about you. But, 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 but if you take out time to, to read and to meditate on the times that you could have been gone, it's going to show you a whole different light depending on what you do with your barrier and that barrier of experiences. Because just like you have experiences, like I said, that traumatized you, that broke you, that destroyed you, I am more than confident to know for sure and to be certain that you have had experiences that have uplifted you, that have made you smile, that have given you hope. Tonight is your night of redemption. Tonight is your night to bring it back. If you ever, if you ever accepted Jesus and you just decided that you were too broken to continue, tonight is your night to come back home. And if you never accepted it, if you never accepted salvation, if you never accepted him, I'm gonna make this quick prayer. Just repeat after me, Father, you know who I am. I have no clue who you truly are. But tonight, with an open heart and with all sincerity, I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I ask you to forgive me of my hate and replace it with your love. I confess that I am a sinner, a sinner saved by your grace by your sacrifice and father I believe that you resurrected your son Jesus Christ from the dead and is now sitting at the right hand at your right hand and I am confessing not only repenting, but confessing 
you as Lord and Savior. Come into my life. Don't ever leave. Don't ever let me leave. In your sweet name I pray. Amen. Listen, God bless y'all. That's my time. I pray that tonight was a blessing. Until then, do everything that you can. Up to next week, y'all. To do everything that you can. To stay on point. Blessings. Tune in next week to Staying On Point with Joey. Enjoy the rest of the week and God bless you all.